Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Fisher Jets podcast is presented by WinBet. Betty's a team sport bet together at WinBet. Eric Allen here at One Jets Drive. We got Leger Duzable is joining us from parts unknown, maybe Florida. And then Bart Scott is in Maryland, Baltimore today. Is that correct? Bart love the kids, feeding the kids. Well, not the kids. Oh, man, my bad. <laughs> kids tonight. Men, was last, men and women was last night. Um, plans for Thanksgiving, fellas. Work. I got to be in the Work. studio. Yeah, I'll be working. I got to do get up and first take. Yeah. All right. No well, rest for the weary, baby. No rest for the weary. Hey. Yeah, we got we got a CBS game, so I got to I got to be in the studio. Listen, we are blessed to be able to work in the National Football League. Don't have too much turkey though, because I don't want either one of you guys falling asleep after that trip to fan. <laughs> no, nah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna eat after after I work. All right, well, let's get to the big news here. Uh, the Jets make a quarterback change. Tim Boyle will start in the NFL's first ever Black Friday game as the Jets resume play against the Miami Dolphins here this weekend. Bart, your thoughts on Robert Sala's decision? I mean, I think it was a once you once you put uh, Tim Boyle in a game. Um, we knew that it was it symbolized a bigger story to the end. Um, I thought that when he did get in, the ball came out on time. They weren't in sync. You know, you think about the hot route with with uh, Dalvin Cook. You know, maybe we can get some of that magic that we had last year when we put in veterans and just seeing the field, ball coming out early, quick decisions, allowing our playmakers to make uh, some plays. You know, I've been screaming for the pony package probably for – you know, five weeks, so much so that, you know, they put a whole package of me in different suits talking about the pony package. I thought they used it effectively, but then they went away from it. Um, I think that's one of their best personnel groups, and they have to find a way to keep Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook out there at the same time. There's so many things you can do, double screens. You can, you know, fake the the, the handoff with a swing route behind when the, the other guy with the split backs go behind. You got Will Routes. We saw him use it effectively last year with uh, Michael Carter. Um, as the lead blocker, so many different things you can do out of that double screen, chipping on the way out, helping out the tackle. So hopefully, you know, now with the with a quarterback that's a little bit more veteran that sees the field better, the timing is better in the offense. Maybe we can, you know, keep pace and try to make sure that if that defense continues to perform the way that it is, that we can capitalize on that great defense. Play. 
Dudes, give me the scouting report on Boyle. He's a guy who's bounced around quite a bit, but he's got familiarity with the system. And the other thing that Bart said about getting the ball out quicker, I know the Jets have struggled mightily on the offensive side of the ball this year, but they are 18th in yards per play when that ball comes out within two and a half seconds. And from what I've seen of Boyle is that he's going to get rid of the rock. Yeah, he's got an interesting story, right? Started at UConn, uh, then went to Eastern Kentucky. Um, it's just weird because if you look at his numbers, you would be like, I mean, this guy is the the quintessential um, story as far as never giving up, right? Because his touchdown interception ratio was always in the negative. But he every time he had an opportunity, he took full advantage of it. When he, even when he bounced around in the league, you talked about it has real familiarity when Nathaniel Hackett from his time in Green Bay. And Bart alluded to it, right? The ball comes out quick uh, with Boyle, right? He's a veteran quarterback, knows the system, knows where to go with the football. <clears throat> so some of the things that Bart talked about, right, not having that continuity with some of the receivers and running backs because he hasn't gotten those reps with them. So the only thing that kind of sucks this week is it's a shortened week, right? They yeah. play on a Friday game, so he won't have as many practice rep reps with those guys to build up that timing and, and, and continuity but this is a veteran guy and to Bart's point hopefully because he has played some football he's been around the block you know a few times he's been in the system for a few years that maybe the the offense executes at a higher level that's what you're hoping when you make this play in regards to benching of Zach Wilson right when you lose through three games in a row and the offense is somewhat been anemic then you're always looking for quote-unquote a spark right I really don't like using that word because I feel like there has to be a reasoning for something to change, right? But uh, uh, ultimately, when the offense has performed how it's performed, something is going to change, and ultimately they decide to, to switch up the quarterback position. Well, Dudes doesn't like that word, Bart, but can Boyle actually provide a spark? I mean, I think, you know, you have to believe in something, right? So the, the thing is, sometimes when you make a change, everybody's going to try and believe in that change. And, you know, all it takes is a couple of good balls – to kind of get momentum and belief, right? I felt like the belief was gone, mm. right? We saw this happen throughout the league. We saw Matt Canada get fired today simply because it was a loss of belief, right? And when you don't believe, it's like, it's like one of those things. Those who say they can uh, can, and those who say they can't are both usually right. And when you believe that you can do something, you have something to believe in, and usually that positive momentum kind of pushes you forward. Guys are understanding that, hey, we're at least the team and the coach and the organization is hearing our cries and trying to do something to win. Now, with all, all the things that have happened, right, and how bad it's been, you're still not that far away, right? And, and like, the football guys keep giving you an opportunity. Like, teams are losing. Like, Buffalo's got a tough schedule coming going forward. And not saying that the Jets don't, but if they can win one of these games, and that's what we we're talking about, if they can split with one of these teams, that just puts them in the mix and it gives them the opportunity to fight another week and another week. We don't know what's going to happen with Cincinnati with their tough schedule. We don't know if the maturity of the Texans will continue to play and you have an opportunity to add to that, right? And it's funny because the teams that people thought were out of it, Denver, potentially the Raiders, and, and, and yourself, can still be alive if you just win a couple games that you're not supposed to win. We, we've seen the Jets do that. Right, the, the the teams and continue to get hurt. Now the Jets aren't the most healthiest, but when you think about on the defensive side of the ball, they're still together that way. So they can they have a unit that can dominate and keep them in the game as other teams are losing key players left and right. I mean, you talk about that Buffalo Bills. That's why I was hoping that they would put 
you know, boil in sooner. They lost two more of their defensive stars. Yeah. Those are opportunities, right? And it's like the law of diminishing returns. And that's happening throughout the NFL right now. And the Jets, at least the defense side of the unit, are still healthy that they can play on a on a on a um, play with a mismatch and, and advantage because they they have continuity. We talk about all the things that the offense don't have continuity, healthy guys. You know, they got backups to the backups. The Jets on defense are strong and deep. Dudes, how would you describe Zach Wilson's three years to date here in the National Football <clears throat> League? Robert Sala. He was quick to point out that, listen, an unfortunate series of events here this year for the Jets and Wilson offensively. Yeah, I would say a bit of a roller coaster, right? I mean, go back all the way to 2021, that Tennessee Titans game where, you know, he was throwing off platform, throwing the ball down the field to Corey Davis, probably one of his better performances. And then uh, from the fundamental standpoint, as far as footwork and, and being able to stay in the pocket and not evade the pocket when you don't have to, when pressure is really isn't there. We saw him struggle in that aspect, right? We saw growth in that this year, but then we also saw regression in him holding the ball mm-hmm. too much. So a little bit of a roller coaster up and down. Uh, I did see growth in him this year in regards to making the simple throws, right? That's where he struggled in his rookie year. Um, but yeah, it's just been a bit of a roller coaster, and this is typical with young players, right? Uh, I mean, everybody was looking at that draft class like it was going to be the best thing ever, right? And we've seen Trey Lance already get traded, right? We, we saw Justin Fields kind of happen up and up and down careers. So I mean, you just never know what rookie quarterbacks coming into the league, right? It's all about being in the right system and do they progress correctly in the right way do they do the little things right the fundamental parts of the game the the parts that people get bored doing do they continue to work on those aspects of their game so when you talk about zach wilson i I think the best word to describe it is a little bit of a roller coaster yeah it's disappointing from the aspect of you know i would say this is more disappointing than the sam Darnold because sam Darnold was coming to a team that didn't have talent Right. And this team has a little bit more talent, but it's a cautionary tale. When you think about Trey Lance, and you think about Zach Wilson, you know, experience matters. And it doesn't matter where you get the experience. Football is football. You talk about guys that have struggled wherever you want to go all the way back to Mark Sanchez, who I think is a better version of these players. When you think about he didn't have the experience, but he had the support and the support right. that you have to have with any uh, young quarterback is a solid offensive line. Yeah. And yeah. So, not able not able to really do that so like now what happens is that the fear of the physical part of the game and you know also he wasn't you know physically mature he still hasn't physically mature yet he's going to have to get a little bit bigger a little bit stronger but the fact that they couldn't support him when you look at all the guys that have came in the league and struggled immediately they've gone places where they can't protect him. you talk about justin field uh who's a guy who can protect himself with his legs and he's a, a bigger guy he still struggled, and he, after this season, he'll be on his way out. So you'll talk about three guys, you know, within that draft that will find themselves probably on new teams next year because of the lack of protection. Where Trey Lance just wasn't uh, didn't have enough experience, and he ran into a team that needed to win a Super Bowl, was ready to win a Super Bowl right now, and he got beat out by a guy who had a lot of experience playing mm. football. And all he had to do is, is see what he was supposed to see and be able to anticipate throws. And that's going to be the downfall of Zach. If Zach wants to remain in this league, he doesn't want to be like Mitchell Trubisky. doesn't want to be like uh, Ponder. doesn't want to be like uh, Josh Rosen. He's going to have to learn how to take a step back and learn how to process. 
Like you can't process at a dial up type of, um, you know, speed. <laughs> you have to, you have to come up like you got 5G, right? Because that's what that league is about. This league is not about handing the ball off 30 times. You, you know, I don't care who you are. They just don't do that. It's about being able to drop back and process a lot of moving parts at one time and get the ball out of your hands. Deuce, the Jets are four and six, three game losing streak. They've started five different line combinations in the last five games, seven different line combinations overall in 10 games, 13 different offensive line men have taken snaps for the Jets this That's year. Insane. How do you patch it together here? Like you're talking about. It's short week. You got Miami, who, oh, by the way, they're playing really good defense right, yeah, right now are. in South Florida. You almost would say that over the last couple of weeks, that team has actually been led by its defense, mm -hmm. right? Because two in that offense haven't been able to put up a boatload of points like they did in the beginning of the year when they were dropping 70 versus the Denver Broncos. So, I mean, the ascension and the return of Jalen Ramsey has really given them something on that defense, right? We've seen Jalen Phillips and Chubb on the outside become healthier, right? Being able to get after the quarterback. Christian Wilkins is in a contract year and he's playing like it, right? So this is what I think Mike McDaniel was thinking when he decided to trade for Chubb halfway through the year to mm -hmm. trade for Jalen Ramsey in the offseason to pair him with Xavier Howard. So now you have essentially what the Jets have, right? You have yeah, two star corners. Yeah, you have two star corners that can lock down your two top guys. And what they're saying is what, how explosive our offense is, there's no way you can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with us. If our defense holds you to like 17, 20 points, you're not going to beat us. And that's been their formula, and they've been able to do it. And Bart knows this playing linebacker as many years as he did in the NFL. If you have a team that can just give you like a 10-point lead, I mean, it makes it so much easier on defense, right? Because now you can squat on things if you're a corner because you got a guy over the top. And D-line, you can really ping your ears back and get after the quarterback. So I always say going into the season, and this is before Rodgers had the injury, I didn't think the biggest you know threat to the Jets was the Bills. I thought it was the Miami Dolphins, right? The, the thing that concerned me about the Dolphins was the depth, right? They have a lot of star power yeah. up front, right? But their depth, they lack depth. But the thing is, all their star power is getting healthy at the right time. And Barton knows this. Right around this time, this is when you got to be playing your best football. Right around Thanksgiving and going forward, and that's what the Miami Dolphins are doing. Now, again, the offense, Tua has turned the ball over more a little bit lately than we're accustomed to him doing. But because of that, defense has come to the party, right? They can overcome. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. 
Identity theft protection starts here. Some of those issues. Bart, we saw the Jets try to go big early against the Bills. 12 personnel, 13 personnel. With a new quarterback, (laughs) do you think you alter that approach and maybe try to spread it out a little bit? I mean, how how do you attack it in the short term against Miami? I mean, me, honestly, I would probably – go with the pony package. Yeah. And I would take that tight end, Rucker, who's our best blocker, and I wouldn't put him on the end of the line of scrimmage. I would split him out. Okay. And I'll run and I'll run power runs out of that that formation, which is typically a light formation, but it'd be regular, but it would play as three wides. And I would I can do all my powers, my zones, my stretches. You know, some of their best plays was the outside stretch play where you got to go get it to them much like Andrew James used to get it. Because what happens is if you bring all these big bodies in, they're just going to pack it in. They're going to pack it in. Everything. You're bringing more people to the party, so you're closing up all the lanes, especially if you don't have offensive linemen that can win one-on-one. Somebody's going to give up something. So if I put Brucker out and split him out, now somebody or, or, or Conklin, somebody has to match. And if they decide to go out there and that's a linebacker, then I have a matchup with the linebacker one-on-one on a safety or on a linebacker, the tight end. So that gives me opportunity. But also, if I do that and I release the back and chip them out, now I got two great guys that can catch the ball in space against linebackers, right? So if they decide to match with nickel and big nickel and do it that way, then we're going to run the ball down their throat. If they decide to come out there and heavy it up with their regular base package, see, what you want to do is you want to get teams in their base package because their base package doesn't have a lot of exotic blitzes. They have linebacker blitzes. It's hard to blitz a safety when you split, split the tight end out because that's the first thing you see. But even yeah. if he blitzes off the edge, now you have two lot two running backs on the outside that can just chip on their way out or pick up the, the, the blitzer from the outside. If they bring him to the inside, you got him scanned it. So basically it turns into five, seven-man protection, right? Because you have two, two, two tailbacks in the backfield, five linemen. That's seven men in protection, three men on a run. And then what happens is as they're fighting in the route and nobody's winning, they turn around and become an easy check down. Like the Jets struggled with the check down yesterday, like five, five yards, guy turned a five yard dump because everybody's going to be getting tre- tremendous depth. They turn that into a five to 10 yard game because you catch it and now you ask the linebackers to continue to, to tackle Brees Hall in space and also to tackle Dalvin Cook in space. And if one guy misses, everybody, especially if they're man to man, if somebody missed, it's a wrap because you got them on both sides, right? So imagine they both split this way and then run that what the New England Patriots is around with the Gator route where they cross, but they come out of the backfield and cross. You're running linebackers off, and it's, it, but they're chipping their way out, so you're protected. So it gives you so many different options when you go with that pony package, and the people in your pony package are your best players. Dudes, Boyle is – been in the league for a couple of years, but he's relatively inexperienced. You're talking about his fourth career start. Uh, Vic Fangio, what will his game plan be against uh, uh, a quarterback who's taken over in a tough situation? I mean, bottom line, this is a tough situation because we talked about the lineups, the personnel up front, and the Jets just haven't been able to score. And third down has been a monster problem for this team. Over 11, I guess it was somewhat encouraging against the Bills, the Jets converted four or their five fourth down opportunities. But <laughs> Fangio, what, what is he going to do? 
Yeah, the thing about Vic Vangio, he's like people all, almost always think that he's going to blitz. It's not what he wants to do. He wants to let those front four get after you, right? And that's why they went and got Jalen Ramsey because if you look at when he was at Denver, right, he had two really good corners there too as well. Mm-hmm. So he wants that front four to get after you. That's why they traded for Chubb, right? That's why Jalen Phillips has come to the party as of late, right? That's why, you know, uh, guys like uh, – uh, Zach uh, Zyler inside, who's a really good underrated player who can rush the passer as well. He's going to put these offensive linemen on islands, right? He'll show that he's going to blitz and then he'll back up out of there, right? And he wants to know if you got your protect- protections down. Bart was talking about this earlier. I think something the Jets should do is with their running backs, they should check inside, then swing out. I, I don't think we've, we've done that enough this year in regards to protection, right? It's like our running backs are getting out of there quick, but we know, Eric. EA, you told us the stats, right? 13 different linemen have taken starting snaps for the Jets. Six different offensive tackles have started at offensive tackle. And the interior three, there's been seven different players that have swapped out in that interior three. So as far as having that continuity and having everybody on a string, the Jets don't really have that because they haven't been able to get the reps with the same starting five ever this season. So I think what Bart was talking about as far as the two guys chipping, chipping out, Right. They should check in first, then chip out and get out. My thing is protection is the number one thing. Right. You can't worry about the running back getting out of out out of there so fast to be an outlet to the quarterback. If the quarterback's on his back, it doesn't matter if you're getting out on routes, if the quarterback is literally on his back. So Vic's not going to blitz. He's going to show. Right. He's going to show blitz. And then maybe every once in a while. I remember he did this earlier in the year. Right. Um, He showed blitz, but then dropped the end. And it still was only a four man rush. And Rex Ryan used to do this all the time. Caden Kohu off the slot would come off the edge. So the Jets do need to be prepared for that because Vic Vangio, he's real strategic in when he does blitz, right? It's not – he doesn't do it often, but he's going to dial it up when you least expect it. So the Jets have to be ready for that. So I think protecting is more important than getting people out on the route because even in zone coverage, right, if you have time, guys will uncover it. Uh, uh, Bart knows this, right? We always talk about the scramble drill, everybody plastering on the backside. When we say plaster – staying tight to your coverage. Eventually, guys get dropped if you have a lot of time. And the thing is, ball has to understand, if you're throwing anywhere near Ramsey and you late with the football, it's going the other way. He had another pick uh, just this past weekend, right, undercutting the in-breaking route. So you better not be late on any in-breaking routes because he's undercutting everything. I, I will but say that, – go ahead, Bart. That's that's why I love the, 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 the um, split backs because the backs, yeah. when they're split, they're going to be basically um, – right inside the shoulders of the tackles. So now what happens also, you can play with that and you can go into eye formation. And really the first team that really did this to us was um, the uh, Buffalo Bills because we would blitz a lot. They were going and they were going eye formation and they just fake the ball and they have the two running backs that take the DN. So you got two on the DN and miss and they can slide the entire uh, line, you know, to the right or to the left based on who, who, who needs the help. But then that, that, that back can still check out like Heath Miller used to do for uh, Ben Roethlisberger. He'd be blocking, blocking, blocking. Ben scrambling, can't find nobody. Turn around. You lose people when they're engaged with blocking. You lose them. And if you miss your block, you just swing and become an automatic hot. All right, a couple things offensively. Then I want to ask you a couple things about the defense here for the Jets. Dudes. Brees Hall has been devastating as a pass catcher. When he gets in the open field, number one is if I'm a defensive back, I don't want any part of that. And, oh, by the way, those guys who are getting part of that, they are going down because he's such a powerful runner, man. Um, 
And then something that we talked about actually yesterday, what's the counter now if the Dolphins are playing their squatting routes against Garrett Wilson? They got safety safety help over the top. What's the counter? What does Garrett need around him so he can get some space? Got to do a lot more bunts formations, right? Get rub routes, get guys on different levels, and also pre-snap motion. I mean, I remember earlier in the year they were motioning them a lot. Not as much in these last couple of days. You just got to you gotta motion them just to see what the defense is in. And then also I think Alan Lazard has to come to the party, right? If guys are sitting on routes, you know, sluggos, right? We need to run double moves. I was screaming it at the top of my lungs during the Buffalo game. I'm like, they are sitting on hitches, stop routes, and comeback routes the whole game because they had no respect of us throwing the ball down the field. Well, Bart, the way to get out of that is you hit a DB with a double move, and that will break them up out of that. So I think that needs to be done this week in regards to getting Boyle some easy throws. If you got to put Garrett Wilson in some bunch sets, that way you can push guys up and run him underneath. Even if they do have a bracket up under him, Garrett Wilson has proven to be able to run away from the first guy, run him on some drag routes underneath. That way Boyle has an easy outlet to go to. There was a play that I think Tony Romo broke down during the game where they pushed the two receivers up and they brought Xavier Gibson underneath, right? They need to do some of that with Garrett Wilson. That way he can be a run and catch guy as well. And you talked about it, EA. I think that Brees Hall should get at least five or six targets out of the backfield of the game. I mean, even if you split them out and they brought him on some drag route things, I like what Bart talked about, the, the two back sets. That could also be beneficial to the, the New York Jets. But I think Brees Hall in the open field, you talked about it, Linebackers don't want no part of that, and and for sure DBs don't want any problem, problems with that. Like you said, every time somebody made contact with him, they were down on the ground. Again, we're not saying we're enjoying injuries out there, no. but that's the physical nature of Brees Hall. He just has to be a little bit more consistent <clears throat> in catching the ball. He's had a few drops the last couple of weeks, but they definitely got to get him the ball in the air out of the backfield. Jets fans, we're in our final push and the clock is ticking. WinBet is giving you a golden opportunity to win VIP prizes for the 2023 season. The WinBet Green Room is the most exclusive space at the stadium with all-inclusive food and beverage, lower-level seats, and appearances by Jets legends and celebrities. New Jersey customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet Sportsbook or Casino. For New York customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet's sportsbook. The best part? You get an entry for every $100 you wager. Dudes, I wanted to ask you about the defense. Jets' yeah. defense has been so good throughout the year. Uh, obviously, the Bills landed some punches against them. Um, and that was the first time I really saw the Jets' defense in that kind of position. Are you worried about that, not from the sense of physically what they're going to bring to the table, but the wear and tear this has taken on them mentally because they haven't got the support elsewhere throughout the year? And that was the perfect word to use, EA, mentally, right? Uh, Bart, we know this human nature is human nature. And at the end of the day, you do get frustrated, but you have to realize you have a job to do and you have to understand what the standard is. Like no matter what's going on the other side, and this isn't just ball speak or coach speak, right? If you want to be labeled as the top defense in football, your job is if you have a blade of grass to protect, go out there and protect it. So, Bart, you know, this playing as long as we've played, like there's certain situations and the Jets have always been notorious for being a really good defensive team where you're not getting as much support on the other side. And what do guys do, Bart? 
they start reeling, right? Mm-hmm. They start trying to make plays that aren't plays to be made, right? You see guys trying to jump routes when they're not supposed to jump routes. We always had, I think DT would always say, make sure you always secure that back arm before going at the ball, especially if you don't know you for sure can get the interception, right? We saw that a few times. We saw it with Brandon Eccles. We saw it with Sauce Garner. And you get it, right? Because you feel like you got to go make a play to change things around. But when it's your time to make a play, just make the play that's required of you, right? Don't live outside yourself. And again, it's easier easier said than done, to your point, EA, when you feel like you're not getting the support on the other side of the ball. You're like, I got to I gotta create a spark, right? But at the end of the day, just do your job. And a play will come to you when you're supposed to make it. Perfect example, Josh, Josh Allen in Josh Allen fashion almost threw one to us earlier in the game. When that comes to you, I believe on the out route to the left, you got to make those plays, right? And we also had, a, I believe, a, a strip, and we didn't get the fumble. Like, those are the plays that we have to routinely make to turn things around in the game, right? So, like, the plays where you're trying to live outside yourself and try to make a pro bowl or all pro play, you don't need to do that because those turn into explosive plays if you miss it, and that's what happened with the Jets. Bart, how, dif- how difficult is that mental battle? Because the first play of this game is a turnover, and the Jets' defense is on the field. The first Bills possession, fellas, four plays minus nine yards. Quinn and Williams comes up with a sack, and they played so well in the red zone early, and then it sure. was like the dam finally broke in that second half. Well, the big issue is they're finally starting to miss Al Woods. Mm. You know, they, they're trying to get cute with the NASCAR package, and they put Jermaine Johnson over there, and teams are just saying, okay, if we see this guy standing up at 6'5", and I have a guard, He's standing up, moving around. I'm just going to have my guard fire off because he's going to get to his chest. He won't be able to anchor. We can hit you. We either hand the ball off there or we do a quarterback draw. Yeah, that's pretty much. Now they won't do that with with Tua Tunga by no. but that's that's been an automatic check because that's a banished offense. No matter how good Jermaine Johnson is, he's not a guy that's built to be in there anchoring. So sometimes they're catching the Jets off guard because they do it with Huff sometimes, who isn't a bigger guy. And listen, whenever a 320-pound dude can roll off and you're standing up giving him your chest and your stern, they're going to do that. So they have to self-scout and understand that if you're going to do that, you better have a linebacker back there sitting in that gap ready to fire and come downhill because it's going to be a quick-hitting play. you got to cover those gaps up. Or also, I would, I would, I like the change of putting JFM in there and, and having him stand up and be the spinner guy. Which I think, <clears throat> to your point, Bart, you got to start mixing some of that things up because teams, like you said, are scouting, right? They they self scout, they scout what the Jets are doing, and they understand that if Jermaine is standing up in there. This is a pass down, but if it's third and five, you know what? We maybe could hit a quarterback draw here and get a first down, a free five yards because we feel like with our guard, yeah, our guard, we, he's going to knock Jermaine off the ball. And then if, especially if it's a, a scoop block with a guard and tackle are working together, they can work to that linebacker that's off the ball. We can get an easy five here. So I think even moving JFM into that spinner package and, and having him stand up, I think that could be a nice little changeup. What gives this week? Tyreek Hill, he gets his against anybody. But with that being said, Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed have been outstanding this year. I mean, I'm watching that game in the first half and – yeah, Diggs finishes with about four catches, but it, no I yards. think he had less than 30 <laughs> yards receiving. I don't even know if yeah. Gabe Davis played, fellas. Nothing against yeah. Gabe Davis. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Bart. Oh, no, no, no. They're playing at a high level. Uh, we talk about the one mental lapse, and then we believe it was covered three, and it should have been Whitehead down there. 
and Sauce try to come over and kind of save the day. You know, understand it's going to come down to those communications late in the game because teams are always going to take their shots, especially a team like the Miami Dolphins. They're going to have about one or two uh, shots called, you know, a quarter. So you got to deal with eight shots and you got to make sure that you communicate because if you try and double Tyreek Hill, you better make sure you put hands on him at the line of scrimmage because if you play off and let him get opportunity to run, we've seen him split double teams and Tua put it up there and he runs and go get it. And, you know, you think you're going to be flat-footed if you're whitehead or somebody like that. That's not going to work. You got to put hands on him and have help over the top. That means you got to stop the, stop the run with a light box, no A-chan, but that also means that, you know, mustard, you know, they're going to have the advantage. And, you know, when yeah. you're you're trying to stop with a, with a six-man box, you know, you need your guy to be a player and a half. They can't just be one player. You've got to be a player and a half. Somebody has to win. You can't get up the field because it's going to create lanes. You got to make sure that you sit on the two gap. And you got to understand, you, you'll get the tour when you can. But most people that have beaten tour have been able to keep him inside of the, of, the, of the pocket. He's not a guy that can buy time for himself. And if the play is off timing, he doesn't know where to go with the football. He usually takes a sack. So you get sacks now with covered sacks. You try to get up the lane, get him an opportunity to step up and give him vision. Remember, he's a shorter quarterback. He needs lanes to throw to as well, through as well. Yeah, and if you look at our our DBs, more specifically Sauce and DJ Reed, they have been playing at Pro Bowl level. You talked about Gabe Davis and, and Stephon Diggs not really having a day. I think we really miss Michael Carter. I mean, uh, you know, secure Khalil Secure had a really big game against the the Jets, but all of that, most of that happened on a one seventy plus yard catch. And Bart alluded to that play earlier now you get you know Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle coming into town and, and you know this bar anytime as a DB as a D lineman as a linebacker if there's a guy on the opposite side that has a name and people have been talking about him all week long you want to stand up for the challenge right so I guarantee that DJ Reed and Sauce Garner are looking for this challenge and Bart you talked about the shots down the field with Tyreek Hill sometimes it's not even the shots down the field it's it's, it's simple in breaking routes if you don't take the air out of Tyreek Hill in zone coverage, he will run past you. Mm. We saw him do it versus the Raiders this last week. They were in a simple cover two, and he ran past four DBs and scored a touchdown. So you got to take the air out of that. You got to condense some of that. And like you said, you got to be physical with him at the line of scrimmage just to throw off that timing. The thing about Tua Tungvaloa, he's accurate, right? But he throws with so much anticipation. But you have to throw off that timing by disrupting the receivers at the line of scrimmage. So we know in a game like this, the Jets will have a plan for Tyreek Hill. The guy that you need to circle is Jalen Waddle, right? Because he can be a game breaker as well with the speed he has. We'll see if A-Chain is able to go. I know they took him out of the game for precautionary um, issues, supposedly. We'll see how hard he is. But Raheem Mostert is, is a viable back that has speed as well and runs very physical. So we know that the Jets have been creased the last couple of weeks a little bit in the run game. They got to come to the party as far as like Bart talked about, having a light box. The big boys up front got to come to the party this week. If you're if you're listening to this podcast, subscribe, subscribe, rate, and review. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, bang the like button and subscribe as well. Let's end here, fellas. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your respective families. But for the Jets, this I believe will be their 16th quarterback in 15 years to be starting a game here Friday against the Miami Dolphins. But if you're Tim Boyle, man, this is every kid's dream, isn't it? Play at Thanksgiving. I mean, this is his fourth career start. But listen, well, when we were in the backyard playing or Bart was playing in Detroit growing up, playing in that big Thanksgiving, 
game as far as your friends and family is concerned. This is what we all talked about. This is what we all dreamed of playing on Thanksgiving. This is more special. This is an inaugural game. This yeah. game has never happened before. He'll be a, a question on some sports show, who was the first person, who was the first two quarterbacks to ever start yeah. the first Black Friday game. So this is a way to be immortalized, you know, you know, not putting limitations on Tim Boyle, but I don't think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. But, you know, this is some way where he can be immortalized and, and be remembered in his game, especially if he plays well and he's the winning, he's the winning quarterback. Nobody remembers the losers. Yeah, in regards to Tim Boyle playing in this game, we saw how this team last year, when Mike White came in, mm-hmm. how they really galvanized around him. He has that opportunity to really have the team buy into him being the guy going forward, right? And, and, and EA, you talked about it. Uh, it's one game at a time, but even throughout what the Jets have been through, they're still in the thick of this thing, right? So you have an opportunity to vision foe. If you're Tim Boyle, I mean, for most of your career, we talked about it earlier, right? It's had a negative touchdown to interception ratio. I mean, we know he has the big arm. Just go out there and let it loose, man. I mean, this is an opportunity that who knows if you'll get another one like this, right, EA? So go out there, play loose. Literally, all the pressure's on the Miami Dolphins, right? Because now they're trying to keep pace with the Ravens and the Chiefs in regards to trying to get a one seed, especially with the Chiefs losing last night. If you're Tim Boyle, like, they have all the pressure, right? They have to make the plays. Just go out there. I'm not saying live outside yourself, but don't be timid either. Just go out there and cut it loose. Yep, that's right. And Black Friday, Jets are going to be in all black, so they will look sharp against the Dolphins. All right, fellas, great stuff. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.